0: September 23rd, 2019. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Monday Night Going In Raw. And now, your hosts, Pete and Coach Loudy. Hello and welcome. Two.
1: this is monday night going in
0: raw i'd like to welcome my co-host coach Loudy. how you doing brother
1: yeah wow it's great to be here with all my friends at the place to be reviews
0: oh my god so yeah i got to watch uh i got to watch quite a few of those bray wyatt clips you sent me um earlier when i was kind of just putzing around the kitchen and stuff like that and trey was busy because he was home today and uh (laughs) that man is a freaking genius dude he is uh he is absolutely a genius um god it's finally nice to see them take the uh take the reins off him because i mean i remember when he was husky harris and that was such a slap in the face seeing what he can do now. I mean, yeah. it's just, but he does come from quite an impressive, uh, wrestling pedigree though.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, so- someone, uh, believe by the name of, uh, um, let's see, was it, was it, uh, Vincent, Vin- uh, Vincent Wall Street?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, this, this guy, he- he's got a little bit of a background in the business, just slightly, you know,
1: Vincent Wall Street wasn't that his dad? <laughs> I,
0: oh man, but yeah, man, Bray is uh, that that really that makes me happy to see the big fella kind of uh, kind of kicking some ass out there with his promo work. Is you know it's it's looking even cooler than the original, like Bray Wyatt with the lantern and the mm-hmm. you know, which well, was always fun.
1: Oh yeah, well, if you um, if you uh, remember, um, like when he first. Uh, I, say, I, say, I don't know if you remember like the first one, like the first Firefly Funhouse. Firefly Funhouse I always fucked that up. Uh, where he takes the chainsaw and he cuts the cardboard version of himself. Yes. Um, notice how he cuts off his head. And then, oh, you haven't seen his entrance yet. So his entrance, he comes out in full fiend gear and everything. And the lantern is his old Bray Wyatt head with a light coming out of the mouth. Go back, and, go back and watch SummerSlam, and okay. you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. I'll have
0: to check that out, man. I will have to check that one out because that's uh, I'm, I'm interested now. But we, uh, I don't want to scare the fish. Um, we're going to be talking wrestling uh, later on. Now, let me explain to you guys how this is going to work this evening. We're going to do roughly uh, – we're going to go through some stuff here uh, as we've got some, uh, some good topics to roll through on the anchor hour here as we're going to call it. And then we're going to run over to YouTube and continue episode 63 in live stream form um, to kind of just uh, wrap up and, uh, you know, give the, uh, give the new subscribers some more content. Uh, Yeah. We hit 102 today on the YouTube channel. So we are, uh, we're doing good over there, man. uh, It's picking a bit. As JR says, business is really starting to pick up.
1: Now Um, for those, uh, for those at home who aren't, you know, understanding why we're excited about the milestone, still, why don't you give them a little brief description as to why we're so excited about hitting over 100 uh, subscribers.
0: Well, once you get over 100 subscribers on YouTube, your channel gets a backslash, which makes us uh, more easily uh, searchable in Google and the algorithms. So yeah, it will be like YouTube backslash, you know, etepo is the place to be reviews. Instead of you know like HTTP and all the other letters and all that stuff, no, we get that backslash. So I just have to go into the uh, creator studio and do that. Today was today was a hot mess. Tomorrow's going to be going to be a hot mess. I'm going to say right now, I'm probably not going to be able to do the morning show tomorrow uh, because my son is going to be home tomorrow. So uh, we'll move the. Uh, the um, about last night. The morning show will be on Thursday morning this week, uh, following Wednesday night's podcast edition, which will be live streamed on YouTube in its entirety. But so let's get into kind of what we got going today. And yeah, man, it's a. Uh, and I want to give a big shout out to uh, you know everybody who has uh, helped you know with this channel, uh, especially you, Laudy, and you know Monica you guys have been awesome. Um, you know, it's, it's not a paid position being, uh, you know, I, I, I joke around and call you a staff, but you know, it's, it's, you guys are unpaid volunteers, man. And I just, I really appreciate all the time and effort that, uh, you put into helping me kind of, you know, build this thing up to what we're, what
1: we're trying to do with it here. Well, man, I'll tell you, it, it is my pleasure. And, and, I, and I sincerely mean that because, um, as some of our listeners may or may not know, I used to be part of the world-class bullshitters for a hot second. Uh, way back in its embryonic stages um well before what it is now and uh, you know i was i was fortunate to be a part of that for a little bit um unfortunately you know some some things happened personally for me that um made it a little difficult for me to continue onward with them and uh big man jeff you know he had to do what he had to do in order to make his show run like a business like he wanted to and you know I have nothing but respect and admiration for, you know, what he's done with that show and where he's taken it. And quite frankly, um, as of right now, I'm a little, I'm in a little bit different of position. So uh, anything I can do to help uh, the Place of Your Reviews move forward into that direction and be a, a primetime player, so to speak, in the fandom menace, I'm more than happy and willing to help. Well, thank you,
0: man. Like I said, that's just in, uh, you know, big thanks to Monica too. She has been, uh, you know, just awesome with, uh, you know, Doing everything she's done for the uh, for the show too, which is, you know, leads me into our first segment here, which is Monica's Movie Monday. But unfortunately tonight, everybody's going to have to deal with me. So we're going to get into some of these now. There's a couple. Of these are I just did the movies that are coming out this, uh, you know, the what the 27th, so four days from now, which would be Friday, right? Um, and we've got what have we got about five of them. Uh, the first one is Judy, which is a biopic about Judy Garland. Uh, now this is uh, you know, and it's funny too because I literally just watched um, the uh, Wizard of Oz this morning with my son. He uh, he loves that movie, so we uh, we put that on, and uh, yeah, he I, I recorded some videos while he watched that, you know, did the thing. But this is a. Uh, The synopsis, what it gives on uh, IMDb is legendary performer Judy Garland arrives in London in the winter of 1968 to perform a series of sold out concerts. So this is going to focus on her, uh, you know, stage career more so than the uh, early stages, you know, around the Wizard of Oz. Um, So this has got... uh, you know, it, it looks like, you know, I mean, this probably could be a good movie. It's got a 6.7 out of 10 stars right now with uh, 230 early ratings uh, on IMDb. So, you know, I, probably not something I'll watch, but that's not to say that it doesn't sound like probably it'll be, a, you know, a decent movie.
1: Oh, yeah. And honestly, who who, uh, who are they having play her?
0: Uh, is that? Let's see. Let's go to the cast here. Uh Uh, stars renee zellweger i i would imagine it would be renee zellweger playing her let's see yeah yeah renee zellweger is playing uh he's playing judy garland in this
1: how's that how does that make you feel
0: um i i I don't i've mixed on renee zellweger like I, i like her in some roles and i don't know others but she was uh You know, I mean, she's a good enough actress. I don't, you know, I don't have anything against the woman. I mean, she's played some. You know, she played some. She's won an Oscar. I mean, you know, which is not to say that you know that's like a massive thing now, but I mean, she is actually in the What If series uh, for Marvel too. Um, Yeah. uh, Let's see here. I mean, we can go back. She was in Cinderella Man. Uh, You know. uh, Let's see what Bridget Jones. You know, all the obviously the Bridget Jones uh chicago white oleander you know bridget jones diary she did an episode of king of the hill in uh, 2001 <laughs> Ooh. yeah oh, oh Meet myself and uh you know and of course uh me myself and irene
1: so, so, so here's a question for you with with renee zellweger being part of um the what if mcu and judy coming out is it safe to say that judy garland is now part of the mcu
0: I think by proxy, she is. Oh, absolutely. That's what I was thinking. By proxy, now Judy Garland is a fucking superhero.
1: I mean, who who else could (laughs) see down the Wicked Witch of the West like that?
0: You could could actually probably replace uh, Carol Danvers with uh, Dorothy, and nobody would care. Cat Pan Mediocre. Cat Pan Mediocre. And I just got... I just got into a a little tiff on YouTube uh, in a comment section about that on the den of nerds channel, which every time I go into their comment section, I know exactly what I'm getting myself into. (laughs) Oh, and it's so funny because there's, I'll screenshot them. There's one guy that goes down the list and his name's like MCU forever or something like that. No, no Mm -hmm. subscribers, no content. Um, He, uh, he just, he goes to your comment. If you say anything that's, you know, it doesn't even have to be like insulting, it can just be like your own opinion, like I don't think this looks good because why or I didn't like this. Like I, I if some was get a life, stop, go die. Um, I mean uh, and he said this to like twenty different people. So he this is like the third time he's come at me. So him and this other guy tried to like want to do di- and I was just giving them facts and they didn't like that. So
1: you know. Well that's what happens in twenty nineteen. When you argue with facts, you automatically become the bad guy because that hurt somebody's feelings
0: and you offend them. I know because feelings feelings do matter more than facts correct it's all it's not it's not the facts it's the narrative that matters
1: you know I used to be friends with someone and I say used to because well we're not friends anymore and she's friends with um an ex of mine from way back in the day so um she she uh was she's definitely one of those sjw type types a a ditzy blonde too to boot um I just remember one day her going, like we were talking about something. She's like, where it's hurt, where it's hurt. And I was like, bitch, I will fucking hurt you if you don't shut up. It was, oh my God. I still remember her name to this day, though. I know she's gotten married since then. And I don't know why someone would subject themselves to that. She's on a scale of one to 10. She's probably about a three. Um, And she, if you, if you're looking at the crazy hot scale with me, she's, she's a three on the, on the hot scale. All right, I'd say probably about a 12 on the crazy scale. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> so fits right in with uh, the person I used to date. So oh. Except except I'd give the person I used to date maybe a uh, a, a fat two, emphasis on the fat. <laughs> Am I a horrible person? Absolutely. Children, for those of you listening to this show without your parents' knowledge, don't be like me.
0: And this is what happens when we don't have a female influence on the show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's okay. Oh, that's fine. I don't care. We're having fine. fun, man. We, 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 men- we, like, we like to have fun here. We like to have fun here. <laughs> hey, kids! Oh, you like next pilot? on the list. <laughs>
0: Spe- speaking of abominable and kids, that's the next. That's the next movie, on, and the list is abominable. Uh, this is a 2019. 2019- uh, adventure comedy, uh, PG hour and thirty-seven minutes. Uh, this is it. Really doesn't have anything. It's about the abominable snowman, and he apparently makes three friends of the kids. This is a DreamWorks picture. Uh, Chloe Bennett, Albert Tsai, Tenzing Norgay, Trainer. Uh, those are the three listed uh, act lead actors, and we've got. Uh, director jill colton so this is coming out you know it's uh 7.4 stars out of 10 uh, outside of that i was like i just i don't know this might be something i watch with my kid i don't know um, but i you know if if he sees it and it strikes his fancy you know i'll, I'll watch it with him but i'm not going
1: to go out of my way to see this one um i don't think i will either all I know is that abominable will snow him. better be careful because in twenty years someone's gonna throw up the hashtag me too and his
0: entire career is gonna be over. I'm telling you, dude, he's he's hanging out with three kids and one of yeah. them a girl, so.
1: Oh jeez. Is that how the is, is is the girl biological or is that how she identifies?
0: I think it's biological in this movie. It's PG rated, so I don't think they're gonna dive too deep into the mucky waters of transgenderism.
1: <laughs> oh you, wait, 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 time out, time out. You you didn't you didn't know they changed the rating scale. PG now stands for propaganda.
0: Oh, oh, it hurts my head.
1: <laughs> Glad I could help. <laughs> and,
0: and I just and literally, dude, I just read the synopsis for a movie called Cuck. And did I oh, send God. you that?
1: No, I, I, don't you? You, I don't. think you did. What?
0: Okay, this is this is because it comes out the same day as Joker. All right, and I don't think that it's it's a, a coincidence. This I don't is an think independent. So, it's an independent film uh, about an alt-right incel who becomes radicalized by watching alt-right videos on uh, YouTube, and he's sick of uh, diversity, and do you see where this is going?
1: Yep, it's uh, pretty much, uh, yeah. Who, who's directing it? Anyone we know? Or you said it was an independent film, right?
0: it's an independent film yeah and the the director is a basically an sjw uh this this looks like if the the huffington post made movies this would be it oh god this this is that's like i said man this is like basically like if you know like the huffington post you know shit out a movie it's cock
1: is this the same director that made that movie where the people hunt the trump supporters
0: it may as well have been because this is like they say this is what life's like in Trump's America and i actually read on a movie review website about how um how it's it's just it's not you know this is this movie is like it's absolutely ridiculous so i watched the trailer and i was like it was cringe the entire time and okay. it's like i think honestly what I, what i believe this movie is is the director projecting his own insecurities onto the other side and then putting that into film oh totally um, so it, it just i just want to mention that because this comes out the same day as joker and we're going to talk about joker uh over on the um over on the uh, the yeah the youtube show we're going to talk about joker i've got some uh we got we got some some joker heavy conversation we're going to have over there but so right. our next movie coming out that is not by huffington post is called the golden glove and this is a serial killer strikes fear into the hearts of residents of Hamburg during the early 1970s. Mm. Uh, this is directed by uh, Faith a- Aiken, who uh, adapted the screenplay. And the the uh, author of the novel is named Hans Strunk. Uh, this stars Jonas Dassler, Margaret Teasel, uh, Katja Stutt. And I believe this is a German film. <laughs> um, Nine. Yeah, this is- <laughs> Nine. Nine. <laughs> Uh, let's see it's not rated an hour and 55 minutes this is uh yeah i don't uh i i didn't even watch a trailer for this one because i'm like i, I yeah
1: probably not man uh oof. i i i've got no words i <laughs> i had something and then it disappeared i think it was something german related z <laughs> das Zeldun? Nope. Nope. Can't say that. Nope. Not on air. We weren't trying to monetize, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, uh, let's cool.
0: see here. Next, we have the Laundromat, Ooh. which is a rated r uh, drama hour and 36 minutes 6.1 out of 10 so far with 353 early ratings in a widow investigates an insurance fraud chasing leads to a pair of panama city law partners exploiting the world's financial system this is written by jake bernstein that was the book scott z burns adapted the screenplay director steven soderbergh which We've heard that name before. It stars Alex Pettifer, Gary Oldman, Meryl Streep. Uh, Gary Oldman alone is enough to, uh, you know, to kind of draw you in. Oh, yeah. uh, Sharon, Sharon Stone, uh, Melissa Roche is in it, which she's a comedian. David Schwimmer, Antonio Banderas, uh, Shoshana Bush, James Cromwell, uh, Robert Patrick, this Will Forte, Jeffrey Wright, Chris Parnell. Uh, this has a uh let's see amy louise pemberton i know that name uh this has a really good cast
1: yeah it does i mean you, you you had me at meryl street
0: uh let's see we got larry wilmore in this who his uh short-lived comedy central show was canceled
1: what was the show his
0: ex- uh the larry wilmore show it was on before uh before trevor noah's daily show and uh or right after it, and uh, it got canceled because he just was not funny. Um, he's a much better writer than he was a uh, parody talk show host.
1: Uh, so he was trying to be what the Colbert. Col- so obviously, I haven't seen it, but it sounds like he may have been trying to be what the Colbert Report was because the Colbert Report followed the Daily Show with Jon Stewart. So I'm sure they wanted something <laughs> copy and paste in that time slot. Yep, and it did not work. Surprise! Surprise!
0: It did not work at all. Uh let's see who else. That's uh Gabriel G. Rod Rodriguez. I'm trying to see. I'm looking way down the D. This has got a deep cast, but there's really nobody I even uh it said Brock Brenner. I thought it said Brock Lesnar. I'm like, wait, what? I was about to he,
1: say, do you say Brock
0: Lesnar? <laughs> he wouldn't be billy he wouldn't be billed that far down the uh the credits. Paul Heyman would have him build up towards the top.
1: Oh, you um, know it. <laughs>
0: So this one, said, this one doesn't look bad. Uh, let's see what else we got. And da, 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 we have one more and it is called The Day Shall Come. And that's what she said. Uh, let's oh, see. Yeah. This, this is a 6.2 out of 10 star, uh, one hour and 27 minute comedy. An impoverished preacher who brings hope to the Miami projects is offered cash to save his family from eviction. He has no idea his sponsor works for the FBI, who planned to turn him into a criminal by fueling his madcap revolutionary dreams. This is directed by Christopher Morris. Writers Jesse Armstrong, Sean Gray. uh, Stars Anna Kendrick, Danielle Brooks, and uh, Dennis O'Hare. Let's see, Jim Gaffigan is in this.
1: Uh, Is it a comedy? Ah uh, yes. Ah, there we go.
0: Yes, this is a comedy. Uh, and outside of that, there's really not a lot of uh, of star power behind this one. Um, but
1: it Anna still Kendrick's sounds like a enough. good cast, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does. And like I said, Anna Kendrick's enough to draw me into something. So
1: I bet it is. You've seen all three Pitch Perfect movies, haven't you? I have
0: never seen one of them. Um, oh. I I just think she's hot. <laughs> I, I won't. I won't watch. I can't subject myself to one of those movies.
1: Um, yeah, I, I have a thing for the whole Glee Club style gimmick and you know I, I don't mind it you okay. know yeah. I, I've seen the first one haven't seen the second or the third um, probably never will um, used to like Rebel Wilson from you know when she was in there but I don't know mm-hmm. just th- something about her nowadays just doesn't do it for me I, I don't know if Amy Schumer ruined the fat, com- fat female comedian for me or not but you know she, Amy Schumer likes to ruin a lot of things as it is. So I wouldn't Amy put it Schumer, yeah. a- Amy Schumer ruins,
0: yeah, so, so much things. Like, I guarantee you she's ruined more erections than erectile dysfunction.
1: Oh, God, yeah. She's probably given more <laughs> AIDS than, you know, people who have AIDS.
0: <laughs> oh, her comedy oh. is cancer. Like, I thought she was, like, when she first started, she was, like, mildly attractive. And, and she
1: wasn't kind- that bad when she first
0: started either. No. No. I, and she was, and, and she was kind of funny and like her very first stand up special. I can't, it was like inside Amy Schumer or something like that. Um, it was, it was, you know, it was kind of funny. You know, I watched it. I'm like, and I watched it again. I'm like, I want to make sure I caught this. You know, I thought it was kind of funny. And after that, it was just this steep downhill decline, kind of like Carlos Mencia style just horrible.
1: Oh God. I remember the first time I saw Carlos Mencia up. it was his, um, it was his uh Comedy Central Presents stand up. That was the one that got me that got me hooked in with him. And I thought it was awesome. And then when I heard he was getting his own show and he was doing he had a, he had the mind of Mencia, he had a lot of good stuff on there. But I don't I, I, I'll be honest, I don't know because I stopped watching after a bit. I don't know to say, you know, where exactly it started going downhill. But I do know that the ratings tanked and that's pretty much why they pulled the show if I remember right.
0: Well, that and they he he admitted to like stealing jokes and stuff like that from other comedians.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Originality, oh, yeah, right. we don't have yeah. that
0: anymore. Yeah. So he was he's pretty much just like he was out, you know. Um I have the actually I think it's the first season on uh, on DVD of his show and it, it was it was funny, man. Like I said it was kind of like uh uh like a dollar store fill-in for Dave Chappelle after he decided to leave.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely agree with that. I would say definitely, you know, um great value brand Dave Chappelle fill-in show, definitely. Um yes. it was it, yeah. And that's I guess sad in a way. I mean, because like I said, his stand-up was funny, but then you know, you admit to stealing jokes, but I mean he's not the only one who's stolen jokes, so is Amy Schumer. I mean yep. in, but the only problem is is that she uh, she denies it up and down, even though people can pull the side by sides and be like, so uh, you want to try again or not? But she'll blatantly lie about it, I feel like. Yep. you know.
0: And you're a sexist if you say otherwise.
1: Well, consider me sexy then, because she is wrong. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, wait, I mean, sexist, my bad. I mean, sexy too, but we'll get there. <laughs> That's for the Patreon uh, subscribers when we make a Patreon, uh, a loudy striptease, uh show. That's right. Yeah. yeah Loudest live that. videos. Loudest live videos <laughs> <laughs> We'll play Tom Jones, you can leave your hat on. Oof. No, 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 no. Play, no, no. Even better, play uh, Jermaine Stewart's, we don't have to take our clothes off. <laughs> or we could just play the, we could just play some of the music from the room, the original
0: score <laughs> of the room.
1: Oh yes, hey hey! Don't diss the uh, don't don't diss that uh, R- those R and B tracks, man. Those some of those are low key fire. Those are those
0: are like I I think they Tommy Wiseau probably went to like a porn studio and was like, "Give me the best music you got." And they laughed and they're like, "This guy doesn't even barely speak English." Here you go, buddy. <laughs> but give I, me I'm
1: like big, twenty grand. I'm big American movie producer. Give me give me best tracks you got. <laughs> Hi, doggy. Like- oh, I should use that in my movie. Hi, doggy.
0: I'm gonna bang Lisa's belly button to this
1: one. Oh yeah, this is where the baby goes, right? Right in the belly.
0: <laughs> oh God. I want to know where he's actually from. Like, that's like one of life's great mysteries. Is who the fuck is really Tommy Wassell? Like, who is he? He's
1: this from guy? New Orleans. Did you not watch the disaster artist? That's where he I says he's from. Yet.
0: I have a hard time. I have a hard time believing
1: he's from New Orleans. Hey, he's from New Orleans. That's what he says. That's that's that is a I want to say that is an eastern, um, that is an eastern Bourbon Street French Quarter dialect. Yeah. So I'm pulling all this information right out of my ass.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say if uh, if Chechnya is in uh, is in New Orleans, I don't know. This guy's just weird. weird. <laughs> let's uh, let's jump on over to uh, topic number one. Uh, this is something I stumbled across today. Uh, I haven't done any videos on it or anything, but so the Power Rangers and Transformers cinematic universe possibly in the works. Uh, this is a rumor. Um, Bounding into Comics, this came out today. This is by John F. Trent. Um, I mean, this is, uh, it's, it's for me, I mean, the Transformers movies, you know, after like the second or third one, they hit the wall, what they do like six of them. Uh, you know, and then you have yeah, and then they're going to cross that with the Power Rangers. Okay, now, uh, Saban's 2017 Power Rangers movie, that was great. I love that movie. Um, I understand people had issues with it. I thought it was fun. It was kind of done in, you know, I mean, it was a little bit darker than, uh, obviously, the show, but the, I believe the cast was, actually, the casting was done very well for the uh, the Rangers themselves. Uh, Rita Repulsa was played by L- uh, Elizabeth Banks, who... It, Banks ugly. I've only seen it done twice. Once was in, uh, Zach and Miriam make a porno. They made her look just plain as hell. And, um, in this movie is Rita Repulsa. She's still kind of hot. I don't, and I don't know if I should admit that or not, but yeah.
1: You totally should. Um,
0: I, I do. I, I have a thing for Elizabeth Banks dressed like Rita Repulsa. Um, so I guess the my first talking point would be, could this work from, from a cinematic standpoint? The Power Rangers and Transformers combined. Now, I I don't know if it could work. I mean, but should it? Should it not? Should it work, or should it even be done? Is my question. Before we get into this article, uh, what are your thoughts on this, Laudy?
1: So, I, I just don't see how the two combine. I, I really don't. I mean, you know, is cool as the and I put that and I put cool in um, quotation marks because on the same website that we're viewing the article, because I actually had the article pulled up. Um, there is a thumbnail for an article, um, uh, Dave Chappelle shouldn't defend Michael Jackson. So quite frankly, everything I'm going to read in this article, I'm going to take with a grain of salt. So, um, but no, I mean, there there are two things that I like, but I think they are two things that just don't go together. It's like, you know, if, if, you know, I could pull out the friends reference, um, you know, meet good, uh, Pudding, good, but should they go together? No. Um, <laughs> uh, and I, I know you're not the biggest Friends fan in the world, if I remember right. Correct? Yeah, I, I never, I just never really watched it. Okay, well, I don't know if you're familiar with any of the episodes, but there's one episode where Rachel attempts to make a, a traditional English trifle, and um, the pages are stuck. The pages are stuck together, so she goes from making a dessert to making um, shepherd's pie. So her trifle has <laughs> Yeah, so her trifle has, like, uh, lady fingers, raspberry jam. Um, it has, um, you know, it has uh, uh, custard or pudding or whatever in it. And then it has um, ground beef, and peas, and mashed potatoes. And uh, everyone's <laughs> like, these don't go together. And Joey's like, this is great. Meat, good. Pudding, good. Jam, good. And then he just keeps eating it. And, you know, so, and I, th- I feel like something like that is highly representative of what this would be. Like, you have two things that people love, Transformers and Power Rangers. Um, and growing up, I loved both of them. Um, you know, obviously being the originals, like the Mighty Morphin, um, that originated in the nineties and the, um, and the, uh, I was privileged to see some of the Transformer cartoons. But I just, you know, for, for I, you know, I'm a fan of crossover episodes or crossover series, like from the same universe. But these two don't even coincide. Like if if and the only reason I was a fan of this is because it was done correctly. But when the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like joined forces, that was every kid's dream because it was like oh, these ninja type people over here and these ninja type people over here what if they got together and did a thing they made your dreams come true and and, and you know you you know you, you just lived your childhood from that whereas with this it's like these two things are great but i feel like it's a round hole square peg type of gimmick where it's just like we're going to make it fit because we want this needless cash grab because we can't come up with anything original
0: yeah and definitely i i think you know you you're onto that there because what i mean in, in terms of, like, cohesiveness and continuity, I mean, what on God's green earth does this do? You know, you've got, what, six Transformers movies plus the Bumblebee movie, which is kind yep. of like a soft reboot of the franchise. Um, so they're already trying to take this in another direction. So And that movie was, you know, uh, it was met with some critical resistance, but the audiences uh, really liked Bumblebee, you know, and the direction that it's kind of taken the franchise in after, you know, uh, dark. Well, I can't remember what the last, uh, two transformers were called. they were hot messes. I mean, they made money, but they just, they weren't good. And we've talked ad nauseum about movies that make money. That just aren't good movies because people right. just go to see them because they're loyal to a brand instead of individual products. Right. So, I mean, part of me wants to say that if this was done and it wasn't completely wonky, it would probably make money. Now, I'm not saying that this is, you know, a good thing or going to be good, but that's just the way I see it based on previous things like, uh, you know, Cat Pan Mediocre was sandwiched in between Infinity War and Endgame. So that was almost just a slam dunk that it was going to make a billion dollars.
1: Yeah. And just, you know, I know, like you said, we've, we've talked, you know, fucking to a blue in the face about this, but that, that's the thing. I feel like a lot of people went and saw Cat Pan Mediocre because they're like, oh man, this is in between Infinity War and Endgame. This is probably gonna have something to do with it. I don't want to be left out or miss anything. It's that it's it was literally FOMO. It was it was literally the fear of missing out. People thought if I don't see this, something's not gonna make sense. And having seen Endgame, having seen Infinity War, and having not seen Cat Pan Mediocre, I feel like there's no disconnect there's that there's none whatsoever in my eyes
0: and, and I can honestly tell you because i I streamed it the night it came out somebody had already got it uploaded to the internet and I yeah. was able to watch it um now it buffered a lot and it literally the hour the movie was like I think two just a little bit over two hours it took me three hours to watch this so, <laughs> so sorry it, it it made me fucking hate it that much more um <laughs> but no, I mean, objectively, it, it just wasn't a good movie. Uh, Brie Larson's performance was adequate. You know, it didn't, you know, she's not some, you know, groundbreaking, glass ceiling shattering actress. You know, the world existed before 2019. There were female characters before 2019 that were far better written than, than uh, you know, Brie Larson's uh, Cat Pan mediocre. So, I, I just, you know, there's this whole thing with You know, everybody's got to, you know, have a cinematic universe. It's just a formula that doesn't need to be copied. And that's the problem with these Marvel movies now. They're so formulaic. And, you know, the Transformers movies just got completely disjointed and, you know, overproduced. And you can't really see what's going on in the fight scenes because everything is, there's like pieces flying. It just, uh, it's overdone. Um, Yeah. and, And the Power Rangers movie, like, have you seen the 2017 Power Rangers movie? I have not. I'm I'm telling you, if you get a chance to check it out, uh, it's worth a watch. If you're any kind of Power Rangers fan, now they came, the Power Rangers came out in I think it was like 93, 94, So oh I God. was I was about thirteen or fourteen when they came out. So it really wasn't cool to be watching Power Rangers at my age, but I would check it out because my sisters would watch it. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of I'd watch it with them, and I was like, you know, it's kind of neat. But honestly, at that time at thirteen, I was still collecting action figures and you know that's not exactly uh back then it really was not very cool to be a, you know a football player and you're still you know collecting action figures but right. so that's it's i had to i had to like shield my 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 geekdom and my nerd stuff behind my you know jock uh persona like basically all the way through school because it was just like it was not <laughs> you know it I, wasn't I was never perfectly acceptable no no it wasn't like I mean, I remember like guys, you know, some of the football players would sit in the locker room and play magic cards. Like, I never played magic, but I was like, "Cool, do your thing," you know. I'm like, "Whatever, shit." I'm like, I have, uh, I, I go home and I have action figures set up, and I have to take them down before anybody comes over because you know I want to see an
1: action figures in my fucking room. Oh, dude, um, I, I, I was, I was similar. The only difference was I had stuffed animals in my room because I just, I have, and it's not that I needed them. It's just I had this problem of letting things go. And it was like, oh, but I had this for a while and I need this because life and childhood, that wasn't the case whatsoever. So
0: So we are more alike than we thought because I'm a pack rat too.
1: So I go through. I've I've gotten a little bit better. It's just, I went from stuffed animals to t-shirts now. And I I have a closet full of t-shirts I need to go through. And I already know when I start going through them, the ones that I'm definitely not letting go are ones that I bought at indie wrestling shows. Like one of the ones that I bought uh, was back in 2015 because damn it, it's gonna fit again. And it's similar to the NWO. It's literally the NWO Wolfpack style shirt, but it's mm-hmm. SFW for South. Or sorry, SPW or SPF for South Philly's Finest. Uh, they're a tag team out of well South Philly, and they were the uh, they 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 were the heel tag champions at that time. And um, they they had a uh, uh, they had great um, great ring work, but. Just from that night, from what I saw, um, now, mind you, this is only the one night. So, I mean, I can't, you know, I can't judge it too hard, but shitty professionalism because it was literally maybe, oh, I don't know, uh, 10, may, I'll give them maybe, maybe a half an hour until bell time. And the promoter's like, my tag champs aren't here because they were the tag champs. And mm-hmm. like, we're, we were in Camden, New Jersey, which is practically a hop, skip and a jump from, um, from South Philly. Uh, apparently i i don't know the area too well but it was like maybe maybe a 20 minute thing and everyone else got there stupid early you know as you should in those things because that's the yeah. respectful thing to do as you and i both know well they literally yes. showed up maybe five minutes before bell time and i'm surprised he didn't book it to take the straps off that night because he was lit. yeah sorry sorry uh, cut, cut cut away there <laughs>
0: No, no, that's okay, man. That's all right. No, uh, yeah, I would be, if I was a promoter, well, I've been in that situation before as a promoter and a booker. And that's, yeah, you're like, you want want to kind of rip into them and just strip them of the titles right there or make them drop them, like job. But then again, you're like, I don't want a bad reputation as a promoter or a booker. So I'll handle it professionally, you know, and and show how an actual professional should handle something as opposed to what they did. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, they retained the titles that night but, uh, um, they're lucky. <laughs> yeah, I know. They were so lucky. Cause like, um, you know, that same night, I actually, I don't know if you know who little Jeannie is, but I got to meet little Jeannie that night too, uh, from WCW back in the day. Hmm. I don't,
0: <laughs> was it Genie Rusa?
1: Uh, you would ask me that. Give me one second. I can actually look her up. Um, I'm
0: trying to th- I'm trying because the name sounds familiar I think it's I think it's like Jeannie Rusa is her name I'm probably I might be right I don't know if 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 memory serves which that's that's a 50-50 these
1: days the minutes, but, a poor favor um oh she's she has since retired but little Genie, her shoot name where is it uh Gian durso aka little g
0: Dur- durso okay no, that was close <laughs> yeah. right church wrong pew
1: yeah right church wrong pew it's fine don't worry about it
0: <laughs> yeah you know but yeah I, like i said I, just, I was like i do remember that name so
1: yeah you know, oh. she, she actually uh, uh worked for the women's trap that night she wasn't going over obviously but because uh, they had some younger person that they were keeping the title on, and I think she was just there for a one-off, maybe because she was local. Yeah,
0: I miss uh, I miss WCW. Well,
1: that's why oh. you have uh, that's why you have a uh, Wednesday night sissy Fights. I mean Wednesday night uh, dynamite coming out. I think um, I forget what it's called, but the name of the show has been leaked already. What is that? Uh,
0: is that the AEW show?
1: Yeah, the it's it's a uh, Wednesday night dynamite or something like that on TNT. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, trying to get so, as close to Nitro as they could.
1: Yeah, I was surprised they didn't try to call it Nitrous Wednesday night. This, Wednesday Nitrous. <laughs> it's Wednesday Nitrous. <laughs> Vince McMahon
0: just roll. He'd roll his eyes. Oh, and I'd be night. like, I'm I'm showing.
1: Well, I mean, they are they they do have Tony Schiavone on commentary. For the week for the weekly show.
0: If I swear to God, I, I'm happy they've got Jim Ross, but I would have loved to hear Mike Tanay. <laughs> Tanay and Tony back together again. Oh
1: my god. Could you ima- no, give me the living legend Larry Zabisco. Give me oh. him and Tony Schiavone on the mics again. Yes. And make Scott Hall come down and start fucking
0: with uh start fucking with, with Zabisco.
1: <laughs> hey. You know who I am? But you I don't-, don't know why I'm here.
0: I don't care how how old and how decrepit Hall is. I would still love to see that because he's gotten better with uh, you know, being clean and doing the DDP yoga and all. But before we go on too deep of a cutaway here, i um, <laughs> to round this back in. Uh, we were talking about um, the Transformers and Power Rangers and the possibility of a crossover. Uh, we're on the topic of the Transformers now, and we discussed Bumblebee being a soft reboot. Now, my second talking point of this is is this a good direction based on the success of Bumblebee with audiences? You know, now, mind you, this is all conjecture and rumor at this point. Uh, we're going to, we're going to go through this article, but I, I wouldn't say that you would, I mean, now I understand where this is coming from because now when we get into the article, Hasbro uh, owns these, owns these properties. Now Hasbro owns power Rangers and you know, they own the transformers. Right. So to me, this is just them doing a Disney style massive cash grab. You know, if, if they were to combine these two into a cinematic universe. And I, I don't think it would be a good idea to do, like I said, given the success of Bumblebee with audiences. And I believe it was Haley Steinfeld that was in Bumblebee, wasn't it?
1: Um, uh, I'll, I'll be completely honest. I have not seen Bumblebee. So okay. right
0: I, I haven't either. But uh, like I said, everybody I've talked to. Has said that it was a it was a fun and, and good movie, and they liked the direction of the you know it, it kind of led the franchise in, right? So yeah, Haley Steinfeld was the main character. It had John Cena, uh, you know um, that, and those those are basically like your a list characters. Uh, yeah. Haley Steinfeld is going uh, to be possibly portraying Kate Bishop in the MCU, mm-hmm. so you know. <clears throat> I, I mean, I imagine she'll probably be able to, you know, do both roles if they decide to, you know, include her in the sequel, which I would think they would. Um, I don't know. I don't have any problem with her. Uh, I mean, she's, you know, seems to be a good enough actress, uh, she's talented. So, I, you know, I would like to see them kind of, I want to watch Bumblebee. I really do. I want to check it out because I want to see if, you know, to me, is this better than what we've got? Uh, you know, like I said, the, I watched all the Transformers movies, and after the second one, I really stopped caring. Um,
1: right.
0: it, it was just kind of a CGI, you know, it, it was a Michael Bay CGI fuckfest. So,
1: I mean, weren't most of the Transformers after the second one?
0: Yeah, they were. I mean, they, they truly were. They were just, you know... It, you were, you were watching just for like cinematography and stuff like that to me. That's why it's not for the, it definitely wasn't for the quality of the stories of the character development because there was not I mean, no, because the people are just there to push the plot. You know, it's more about the, you know, obviously the transformers, but i've kind of always been holding on to see like you know uh unicron in a movie and i know they said that they don't want to do that because i think it would be like too expensive but i'm like how with like cgi stuff could you you know but i don't know it's i think it would be cool you know unicron is right the big planet
1: yes yes that's where they all came from
0: well no no that's uh that's um uh what the hell is their planet called now um now i'm drawing a blank but unicron like eight uh eight worlds it was like oh. a big like robot like eat, you know it was a plant. it would eat other planets and stuff like that for energy consumption
1: so um, old ray wyatt the eater of worlds
0: yes he <laughs> was the eater of worlds. That's basically it uh, so no i'm, I'm kind of waiting to see that in the movie but i've heard you know the people say that they're not going to do it which i think would be cool um so i mean just like I said, you haven't neither of us have seen the movie, but you know i'm I'm aware of you know its success with the audiences just based on reviews I've watched so I mean I don't really think this is a guy I mean
1: what's your take on it? I mean, like I said, I just feel like it's at this point all needless cash grab nonsense because like they they went out they made their money. I feel like it, it, it's i get there's a story to be told to a point, but I feel like the problem is they just drag these stories out so long to the point where it's like, it's almost to the point where people maybe feel obligated to see them. Um, and it's like, well, I guess I have to go see this now since it's in the series with this, this, and this. And then it's just like, some movies like movies that are in that vein, it's like you see them and it's like, what was the point in me coming to see this? I feel like I just wasted money, try- you know, like investing time that I'm not going to get back. And you know, I, I've sat through my share of movies like that. Um, it wasn't part of a series, but have you seen the movie It Comes at Night? Ah, uh, That's an older one. Gonna say, uh-huh. it, 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 came, it came out probably 2016. Oh, okay. No, I'm thinking of something else. No, I haven't seen that. Well, I'll tell you what, um, Pete, my friend. It is, it is, it, it's what? Monday, September 23rd, 2019 at 9.26 p.m. Pete, I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck comes at night because that movie just fucking sucked ass. It's like don't waste your time. Seriously, do not. Because that that's probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen in the history of ever. Period. Fuck ever, period. <laughs> that
0: sounds like uh I watched this horror movie, a foreign horror movie called The Baba Duke.
1: No God, I've heard I've heard of it.
0: But I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's just no. <laughs> another another one of those what the fuck happened don't waste your time movies.
1: No, boy those are the best.
0: Yeah, that was that was about it. Um I'm sure somebody from the country that it uh, the the tale originates from would probably have enjoyed it more. Me, not so much. So let's kind of dive through this article here, uh, yeah. see if there's anything we can pick up. This is uh, like I said, uh, Power Rangers and Transformers combined film universe in the works by John F. Trent. Uh, it says a new rumor indicates a rebooted version of a live action Power Rangers movie could exist within the same film universe as the Transformers. The rumor comes from Mikey Sutton and his geekiosity facebook group sutton writes hasbro still has dreams of weaving together its properties into a single cohesive cinematic universe and they would love for the power rangers to be a significant part of it according to insiders i spoke to there are talks of the power rangers coexisting in the same universe as the transformers uh let's see however sutton makes it clear this world this would not be the current film universe of the transformers from michael bay no, this wouldn't be Michael Bay's Transformers, but the post-Bumblebee vision. Not only does Sutton State Hasbro is looking to include Power Rangers and Transformers into one film universe, but also indicates they could also work in ROM and the Micronauts. Uh, I have no idea what ROM is.
1: I know what REM is, but I don't want—I don't know what <laughs> ROM is.
0: I don't think this has anything to do with Michael Stipe, so I'm not, I'm not sure. No. I'm going to have to look this up because it's uh, Micronauts. I I recall the name. It's got to be some kind of toy line, R-O-M. Let's see. A Power Rangers Transformers film could certainly ignite the franchise if done correctly, then add R-O-M and the Micronauts to the mix, and you have the ultimate geek fest. But it all depends on Hasbro and Paramount Pictures, what their creative teams can conjure up. Oh, well, I mean, it would be – I think it would be a messy, (laughs) messy film. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Power Rangers and Transformers film universe is still certainly possible. Mm. Hasbro has recently acquired the Power Rangers from Saban in a multi-million dollar deal, which Uh-oh. I'm going to look into that and probably do a video on that tomorrow, because I don't, I just don't, I don't know. This is it's it's a weird concept to me. Uh, wow. The concept is, mm. isn't out of the ordinary either. Hasbro teamed up with IDW to launch a major crossover event titled Revolution with a number of their brands that included Transformers, G.I. Joe, Micronauts, R.O.M., Action Man, and Mask, Mobile Armored Strike Command. Mm. That's, I, I had a couple of masks. Now, when I started collecting Star Wars again, I actually sold the uh, mask vehicles that I had and figures uh, to bankroll my Star Wars collecting. Right. Right. I only had a couple of them, so it really wasn't, you know, and it wasn't something like I was like really deep. I used to watch the cartoon, but I was I never really got, you know, got into the toys that much because I was more G.I. Joe and Star Wars and Masters of the Universe. Uh, Let's see. Michael Kelly, the head of the head of publishing at Hasbro, described the crossover at time. We've done plenty of successful crossovers in the past, but nothing near this scope or scale. Our heroes, whether they are from Earth or distant reaches, of the galaxy, Cybertron was the planet the Transformers were from. It just popped Uh, into my head. That's Cybertron. All have one thing in common. Their powers and abilities are based primarily on technology. We have been able to use this fact to build a natural and believable link between all of these disparate characters. The result is a complex and dynamic world where all manner of conflicts and team-ups can and will exist. If you're a fan of Hasbro's brands, your time is now. Well, Their time is up. My time is now. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, uh,
0: uh, let's see here what else we got uh hasbro didn't own the power rangers back then they do now in fact last year hasbro ceo brian goldner confirmed they have given the green light to develop a power rangers sequel film oh my god yes it's going to be a sequel okay I, i i'm just now getting a little bit more erect um because really, man, I- I'm telling you, dude, that movie, uh, it hit on so many levels for me. Um, and like I said, I wasn't the biggest Power Rangers fan as a kid, but like I said, I, you know, I'm a decade, you know, uh, older than you, so it's like I, you know, some of the things that were, you know, you were, you know, doing, you know, you know, the, the they were like the same type of properties just ten years later, you know, like power rangers would have been kind of you know like a Masters of the universe type deal i mean right. not the same thing but like in that same vein you know um but no i still like i said i i mean a couple of my friends used to get together um we were we gra- well two of us graduated together one was a year younger and we would watch like uh was it uh um dragon Balls, uh, like gundam wing and stuff like that oh, after yes. uh, a- after school um you know, when, when we were all done with sports, because neither me and my boy played, uh, did anything in the spring, you know, in baseball or track, because we'd done, uh, you know, uh, football and neither of us did anything in the winter either, actually, come to think of it, our senior year. So it was just, uh, you know, it was chilling and watching, uh, you know, watching wrestling on Monday nights and watching right. some Gundam Wing after school. So, but yeah, it would be funny because it would oh, what are you guys doing? I was like, uh, we're going to watch Gundam Wing. It's like, like, what? Yeah, we're going to watch Gundam Wing. <laughs> But see, that's like the thing is, like once once you knew we knew we were graduating, it's like whatever, we didn't care anymore, <laughs> you right. know. But uh, did, let's did see. you ever
1: watch? Did you did you ever watch the uh, Gundam Wing movie, um, Endless Waltz? I did not. I did not. Oh man, it was really good. It actually um, did a fairly decent job at tying some stuff together. Like I want to go back and rewatch everything, and I have access mm-hmm. to the Funimation app. The only problem is Funimation didn't produce it. So now I've got to try and figure out a way to watch Gundam Wing.
0: Gundam Wing. What was it called? Uh, Gundam Wing: Endless Waltz. Endless Waltz. All right, mm-hmm. I'm writing that down because I think I can get that on DVD in my video store.
1: Hey, how um, you I think Trey would love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, there's there's a lot of shows like that that I'm like, oh, dude, I cannot wait till you're like. Really, really, really comprehending all this stuff because you'll dig it. Uh, but no, man, um, I think that uh, they set up a. There's a post-credit scene. I don't want to spoil it for you if, if you're if you're gonna watch it, the Power Rangers movie, because uh, there's have, a
1: post-credit. I might, scene. I might have to check it
0: out. Um, two of the original mm-hmm. Rangers make cameos. I believe it's uh, mm-hmm. what's his name? Uh, Jason John David. David Frank.
1: F- Jason David. Yeah, yeah,
0: Jason David Frank in mm-hmm. uh, the Pink Ranger. Um, Amy- Kimberly. Kimberly. <laughs> Well, her—I was thinking her shoot name was uh, yeah. I can't, name, I can't remember
1: her shoot name.
0: It's Amy something, I believe. But huh. so they—they—they're in the tail end of the movie. They just have like a split second, you know, cameo. Um, but like I said, uh, what's his name? Uh, Roy from the Office is in it. Uh, you have Elizabeth, yeah, Elizabeth Banks. And it's funny because if you've ever seen the movie, I've never seen it, but I watched all the spoilers because I was like, I'm not sure if I'm gonna watch this or not. Uh, *Brightburn* that just came out. Never um, heard of it. It's no. that, it's it's kind of like an anti hero. Uh, the kid is like uh Bizarro Superman. So he's like evil. Uh, oh, and the parent.
1: Right. Yes. Actually yes. Allie and I wanted to see that. Allison and I wanted to see that because it looked really good okay. and we just forgot to go see it. Okay,
0: so uh Roy plays the dad and Elizabeth Banks plays the mom in that. So Okay. That's a nice little Power Rangers connection there with that movie. Yeah, so I won't I won't say anything about it because I know exactly everything that happens. I haven't seen it, but like I said, I've watched I've listened to like five or six YouTubers uh, do extensive reviews on it. So I'm I'm still gonna watch it because uh, my wife wanted to check it out. We saw the preview, so I'm gonna watch it with her. Right. Um, so yeah, that that like I was like, ah, oh, I kind of wish I wouldn't have read this now because this actually like is pretty cool. So I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, uh, well, I see. definitely
1: can't wait.
0: Yeah, man, you'll you'll dig it. Let's see, it's quite possible their plans have changed, and they might reboot the Power Rangers into the new Transformers continuity. Wah, wah, wah.
1: Oh, continuity. <laughs> or the,
0: yeah, or the sequel could have a stinger scene teasing the Transformers and Cybertron. Who knows? Maybe they tease both properties in the upcoming GI Joe Snake Eyes film. Yeah, I, I see. I have to go back because I have never watched one of the live action GI Joe movies.
1: Nor I. You no, know. You know and, and
0: I'm. I, I'm a I'm a big GI Joe fan, but like I said, I was like, I don't know, you know, like I, I I'm happy with the GI Joe animated movie because that, that was like one of the first movies I ever got to rent on VHS. So right, um, I actually want to buy that Blu Ray. That is like that and the Transformers movie are like gold. You know the the, the animated Transformers movie with you got the touch. Ding, oh, ding. By Trey, Bush. Trey loves that song, dude. He sings that like this it's is so fun. Song. He, it's dude. We love it. Like that's I've got I've got this kid to where like he's like you know he he's got good taste in music for a four year old. It's it's all old stuff. So,
1: well, Pete. Um, after all is said and done, you never walk. You never run. You're a winner. Yep. I don't yep. know if I that's I probably just totally slaughtered part of the lyrics, but that's fine. It, it all went together.
0: <laughs> we'll we'll let it slide, man. We'll let it slide. Thank um, you, all right. right. <laughs> So, you know, uh do I do I think they should, you know, do I think they should do this uh, in a shared universe? Um, you know, I'm really caring less about a shared universe now and I'm more excited about the possibility of a, a Power Rangers sequel oh, yeah. based off that 2017 Saban one, especially if Hasbro is going to follow that continuity because they really set that up nicely for a sequel, like seamlessly slide right in. Uh, Hopefully they can get the, uh, the original cast back because the, uh, the one uh, member of the cast that has really uh, went on to do some other things is Naomi Scott, who Mm -hmm. is Jasmine in the new Aladdin movie. And she's also, she's also the, uh, Mm -hmm. the only enticing thing that I find about the new Charlie's Angels movie is she's in that. Um, And, I, 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 liked her in the power Rangers movie. I dug her, uh, she seemed pretty cool. You know, um, I haven't seen the new Aladdin yet, but, uh, the Charlie's angels movie, like I said, that looks like a dumpster fire, but I'm just kind of hoping that she might be like a shining light in that movie and at least give a decent performance, you know? Right. Um, I mean, because she's stacked up with like Kristen Stewart, which Elizabeth banks is, you know, uh, wrote, directed and produced this Charlie's angels movie. Hmm. So, but the, that, it just looks woke, but I mean, it's, it's probably not going to be as woke as it would look. It'll be, it'll, I, I guarantee it'll, there'll be little jabs in there obviously, but it's probably just going to be garbage. Is really what it looks like? It just looks like garbage.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm not going to waste my time. But,
0: yeah. I have to go to the theater and see it for the channel. Um, I'm not excited about that, but it's something that, like I said, I, uh, I made the deal with, uh, with Groovinator, and you know he has to go see Terminator Dark Fate. So you tell me mm-hmm. who's got it worse here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's Mackenzie Davis or Kristen Stewart. I mean, both of them have the same fucking haircut, basically. It's um,
1: like, do I snort this line of bleach or do I dump it in my eye? Which one's worse?
0: Or do I just eat a box of Tide Pods? I, I don't know. <laughs>
1: whatever's going to turn slower.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which, which one of these is going to, uh, which one of these is going to go, uh, is what is going to end this, this whole, uh, uh, easier. Now I did have another whole topic here, but seeing as how, uh, we did start a little bit late tonight, which is fine. Um, I think we should just go ahead and, uh, make the jump over to YouTube now. Okay. Um, We, we, we've, we called this the anchor hour. This is basically for those of you, uh, who might be, might've tuned in late. Um, I I announced this at the beginning and uh, I didn't really post anything up on the Facebook page, which I'm going to do in between the shows before we make the jump to YouTube. Uh, We're going over to YouTube right now. We're going to go live and we're going to do the second half of the show over there. And we have a new list of topics we're going to be talking about. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk some wrestling tonight. Don't you worry about that. Don't you worry. But uh, yeah, so you've got the, uh, you've got both outlines for that, right? So we're, we're, we're good there. And, um, yeah, let's uh, let's do that. We're we're gonna talk some Princess Bride, but you know what? We'll we'll save that for uh, I'll save that for another time. Um, is I I'm trying not to get as angry, and if I start talking about that, I'm because what we're gonna talk about on the other side is yeah. <laughs> so hey, I just want to let you guys know on Anchor if you are not following us yet on Twitter, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at the place to be r e one. You can follow us on Instagram at the place to be reviews. You. Can find us on Facebook at the place to be reviews. Also, we have a Facebook group, it's a private group. You can put in a join request to the official place to be reviews fan page, and myself or one of my admins, Loudy being one of them, will vet you and allow you into the group if you're not a complete weirdo. So, and even if you are, as long as you're the right kind of weirdo, we don't mind. But no, uh, <laughs> and you can also email us the Place to be reviews at mail.com, the world's best mail. Let's do it right now. We're going to end this one. We're going to head on over to YouTube to Etepo the place to be reviews where you should go and subscribe for at least one to two videos a day. You get podcast episodes like this uh, twice a week. I have a morning show called About Last Night, which I'll do one or two days a week. This week, the schedule is only going to allow for Thursday, so you have that to look forward to after the Wednesday night podcast. So this is Pete signing off right That's now. Loud say goodnight. <laughs> we will see you on YouTube on the flip side. Flat, all right. Flippity flap, alright. Flippity flap. Hibbity hoopla. We out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing at this point. Drugs. Drugs are bad, huh? <laughs>